have an addiction to teacups. Um, I'm running out of space to store them now. No, I feel it. I'm that way with mugs. So I get it. I have like a ton of coffee mugs. And, you know, I break them a lot, so it's good to have backups. Yeah, especially with <laughs> children. Mm. Yeah. If only I could bl- blame it on them. Uh, <laughs> no, it's definitely me. Uh, welcome, listeners, to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And today on the show, we are very lucky to be joined by not one, but two guests. Uh, we have actor, comedian, Lauren Schmuck. Hello, Lauren. Hello. Hello Thank Lauren. you for And me. writer, performer, Writer, performer, Kayla Priest. Uh, Thank you for being here, guys. Thank you so Um, much. We really appreciate you guys being on the show uh, to talk about Barb and Star. You have to say it like this, Nicole. Barb and Star. Barb and Star. I contemplated talking like that the whole time. Uh, it seemed like perhaps that was the way to go, but (laughs) I'll spare our listeners. Just anytime we have an AR word just go ahead and make that sound like a midwestern pirate i think my 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 favorite word that was pronounced that way was liar liar (laughs) there's a whole series of things god this movie has so many good jokes in it um yeah we thought it would be fun uh to i honestly you guys were the first of all sarah and i watched this movie together Mm -hmm. um a few months ago or a month ago or something like that the first time i hung out in your new place so we i have a new place and so she can't can't came over i didn't have a couch yet so we just like sat on we sat in camping chairs she sat in a camping chair she did she she brought a camping chair that's true and we 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 watched it and we were like we need to make this movie like this best well yeah we wanted to make it first of all yes i was like like, why didn't we make this first yeah i was mad about that we should do this on the show and we should also invite two besties and we immediately thought of you guys because i was like like, here we are of course (laughs) Well, I was thinking like, you know, because I've done uh, just like I've been like on set for a couple of things that you ladies have been on uh, in. And I feel I like as I was, I was, I feel like this is a movie that the two of you could be in. Yeah. <laughs> like I can sure. see the two of you like being you these best were, characters. Yeah. You know, it's like the highest compliment I've <laughs> ever gotten. Like. <laughs> I couldn't, basically, yeah. Oh my God. I couldn't think of anybody better to talk about this movie with than the two of you. So just thank you. In um, the words so of Star, are. I just assume everyone thinks I'm disgusting. <laughs> no, not at all. Lauren, you're so, both of you are all. so gorgeous. Yes, absolutely. Seriously. I'm only disgusting on the inside. Oh my God, that was like my favorite line. That and when she says, when, when she says your your dong it was so uh, got. Oh, hit my heart. my heart. She's like, yes. yes. Your, your dong touched, touched my, my heart. It reached, it traveled <laughs> up. It reached up. It reached up. my heart. Yeah. Oh, God. Jeez. I just love that she used the word touched and not hit or punched or like, yeah. like punched yeah. me in the heart. Like, I, that was a little violent. Like, I'm glad she was touched. Yeah. yeah. It's gentle. Gentle. It's a gentle falling in love that was going on. Um, but before we get into Barb and Star, uh, we do like to ch- chat a little bit about stuff that we're watching. Uh, Sarah, well, actually, do your, I I don't know if you guys have something, uh, Kayla and Lauren that you've been watching that you want to talk about. If you do, that's great. If not, Sarah and I, uh, always have some dumb shit that we're watching to talk about. I mean, mine is really boring. I've been rewatching all of Top Chef. I'm on season 12. Ooh, that sounds Um, fun. It's like a comfort show for me. I've been really Mm -hmm. feeling stuff lately. So I'm doing a rewatch. I've watched (laughs) through, I'm on season 12. Um, no one wants to hear about that anymore. That happened in like... (laughs) Uh, you like, know two, what? like 2013. 
I find I find watching other people cook very comforting because I'm terrible yeah. at cooking, and I. I, I totally get that. I think it sometimes you just need something to take your mind off things. Oh, uh, yeah. I love, oh, yeah. like, the Great British Baking Show and other, like, baking Chigs. shows. Like Chigs just, in his little glasses. Oh, I know. I'm so glad at who won, actually. I think yes. that, that in his, um, that episode was not his best, but overall, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, cr- I cried with the winner. Oh. It was like a very sweet touch. Yeah, I loved this season of yeah of that. I need yeah. to get more involved. Well, with it. are you guys are you yeah. are you guys going to watch Baking It? Have you heard about Baking It? We're watching it no. for our other podcast. So Sarah and I also do a show called the Adam and Andy Podcast, where we watch movies by Adam Driver and Andy Sandberg. You and sure do. Andy Sandberg mm-hmm. and Maya Rudolph are doing a, a baking competition show called Baking It that's on Peacock. I didn't know it was those two. It's yeah, out right now, all six it's episodes. That sounds amazing. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely be watching that. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, so, yeah. I'm excited. And it looks so fucking wholesome, you guys. Have you <laughs> seen the first episode yet, Nicole? Not yet. I've seen some GIFs. Um, I watched the first e- e- episode. <gasps> was it good? It was so interesting. Like, I have thoughts, but I, I guess this is not the podcast. No, to, not the place. To, to <laughs> although, save them. Although the Adam and Andy podcast originated on this podcast as yeah. like a joke uh when we, yeah, we were Palm like Springs. we should start a whole podcast about <laughs> andy sandberg and, and the adam driver and we were because like what if we actually did that and we did uh <laughs> because during quarantine my like therapy was to just watch all of adam driver's films for some reason yes um and i have no regrets about that um and now i do a sh- now we do a show every every other week about it um cool well uh that sounds awesome uh lauren do you have anything that you've been watching uh, yes. If not, that's cool. Yes, I do. So there's a show on Showtime currently called Yellow Jackets. Have you heard of this show? <gasps> I've heard about this. Oh it my God, is, I've heard about this. It's really, really good. It has Christina Ricci in it and it has, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name, but she's I'm pretty sure an Australian actress. She was in- um, Melanie Linsky. Yes, Melanie Linsky. Just a, a wonderful, wonderful actress. And it's like them between the early 90s high school, they have this very tragic event that happens, this plane crash. And then it's uh, cuts to like it's interspersed with older versions of them and kind of still dealing with this thing that happened years and years ago. And it's it's so yeah. well done. And it's really nice to watch something that's like 90s nostalgia because I don't know, I, yeah. I just I'm I'm really that's like oh, my era that old. like I grew up, and it's just kind of like wow, this is now being <laughs> like a period piece <laughs> of the '90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I feel that way about Pen Fifteen. Oh, that's yeah. like a, I love a Pen Fifteen. Thousand, so like good. a '99, 2000, 2001 type. I think that season. I'm just so excited on. to watch that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to watch that. Yeah, I uh, I heard about that, and um, is it like is it scary? Like, what's the tone? I'm trying to figure out. Like, is it scary? Is it sad? Like, what's the is it a suspense it's, thing or it's suspense? I would say so. It's mm-hmm. it just kind of goes mm-hmm. between them trying to survive after having been mm-hmm. in this really bad plane crash, and mm-hmm. then like we don't know all of the things that happened out there. And now it's like Ooh. years and years later, it's like a mystery. We're figuring Ooh. out what exactly went on 
during that time. Ooh. And and yeah, I'm highly it's, intrigued. It's it's really good. And Christina Ricci plays like kind of a kind of like a bad like a like the villain. But I don't know. Ooh, I don't know yet. She's good. Good at that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. Christina Ricci always nice. has my heart. She's so good. I love her. I love her so much. Wow, that's great. Okay, well, I've written it down to remind myself to watch it. Like, if I can pull myself away from my yearly rewatch of all the Star Wars films, because uh, that's what <laughs> I do every winter. Yes. Um, but uh, that is definitely on my list. Um, Sarah, what have what have you been watching? Well, an- 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 another Showtime show, actually, Dexter: New <gasps> Blood, mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. I loved the or- original Dexter series, and so when I heard that it was coming back, I was like, "Yes, I need to see this." So my my boyfriend and I have been watching Dexter: New Blood every Sunday. So I guess we're gonna watch the next episode tonight. Ooh. Um, and it's r- really good so far. It's like in keeping with the old show. Like I don't know if the same people are involved or what but they somehow managed to make it just as compelling and just as like what's gonna happen next and the stakes are so high and like that's that was one of the things that Dexter had going for it were these super intense stakes and this super intense suspense and um yeah so I'm looking forward to seeing what the hell is going on in this season because (laughs) there's there's a lot of ball balls in the air Nice. My question is, is it righting the wrongs of the finale? I've heard that <laughs> well, people are upset about that. It's like yeah. it's like taking the old show and moving it into a new location. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like the same show, only it's in his new location. And I'm not telling Nicole where that is in case she goes back and, and sees. The, I feel like uh, that is a show I'd be interested. Show. There's God, there's so many old shows that I've never mm-hmm. I've never seen Twin Peaks, you guys. Like I've like yeah, that you should see good. Twin Peaks. I, mean, I feel that's like a that's weird something one. I would really enjoy. Yeah. Um, I think you would too. And yet I just it's and and yet I'm like, should I watch something new or should I watch all of the Star Wars movies again? Well that's <laughs> the problem with old stuff. It's like you feel like, well it's too old. It's like out of date, but like No, it's not just that. It's it, like I need the serotonin of the thing that I already love, yes. you know, okay. that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I, there are some new things I'm watching. I am watching. I, am I watching it? Questionable. I watched the first two episodes of Hawkeye. Um, my, mm-hmm. yeah, my sister. So here's the thing. My sister and my brother-in-law come over every Friday or Saturday. It depends on our schedules. And we always watch a show together. So we watched Loki. We watched WandaVision. We watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. We watched The Witcher. Uh, and so Hawkeye, we were like, oh, well, we got to watch Hawkeye together because uh, we've been watching all the Disney Plus shows. Not that The Witcher is a Disney Plus show. but um, And I got to say, it was very meh for me. I'm not sure if I'm going to continue. Yeah, he's like a mediocre character for me. I think they could have see the trailer had me excited because I was like, oh, it's like Die Hard, but with Marvel characters. Like that's mm-hmm. what the trailer felt like. And so I was like, oh, so it's going to be action, but kind of comedy. And like, I was like, yeah, I can do that. That seems different than what we've been getting. Um, but it's not that. And it's also, to be honest, I think kind of l- the writing is a lot lazier than the other shows well loki Um, and wandavision are like very like it's gonna be hard to live up to those but it's it's just like they had this new character and the way they introduced her was not very interesting like they were just like here's a new character and i was like well i 
I don't, why do I care? Like, I like this actor, certainly. I like Haley Steinfeld. But, like, mm-hmm. why do I care about this person? They're just, like, they, they've been very good at weaving in new characters. And this was, so far, very sloppy. And there's been a couple of episodes that were, like, action-y comedy like there's an episode where like Hawkeye has to go to LARPing to get like his suit back and like that was very funny and Mm -hmm. I was like more of this like it like we need to make Hawkeye a little less serious uh he's a little too serious for my taste let him bring him down a peg uh that seems like and I thought they were going to but I don't know I'll keep watching just for to be a completionist um but it's not (laughs) great so so far. nicole at the party i went to last night i met the woman who is the archery coach on that show oh, oh wow. really yeah that's she cool coached the, the kids who did the the arrow stuff oh well that's very cool i'm glad yeah. that i wasn't there talking about how mediocre i found hawkeye to be because <laughs> i know everybody worked really hard on it there's actually a ton of atlanta actors mm-hmm. on the show Mm-hmm. Um, but I just it's so far not great or at least the first two episodes were in fact the, everybody vetoed it on Friday I was like should we watch another episode and they were like fuck no oh they, wow my, my brother my sister-in-law were and my and even Chris Chris was like eh so we didn't continue watching it this week so I guess I'll be watching it on my own I only saw the scene where there's a Broadway show about the Avengers. That was funny. That, that was, was funny. hilarious. That was good. And the person next to me was like, "Like Broadway shows have have better costumes and choreography than this." That's true. That's the thing is, here's what I'm going to say about Hawkeye guys. And again, I, I know it was made in Atlanta, and I I love my hometown, and I and they've made incredible productions, WandaVision and Loki and Falcon Winter Soldier, all shot here looks they look incredible like major blockbuster movies hawkeye feels to me like the low budget version of a marvel show like they tried to cut corners or they did it too fast or it's just like you said sarah these broadway costumes why weren't they more extravagant like i i just it doesn't feel like they put as much into this show Mm -hmm. as they did the other ones that's all it's like hawkeye got like a he got he got like the lower tier treatment or something i'm not really sure uh that's what it felt like to me anyway um, so I guess that's not a recommendation. <laughs> so it's an anti-recommendation. It's a, uh, <laughs> I guess if you don't have anything else to do and you've already watched Yellow Jackets and all seasons of Top Chef and <laughs> Dexter, like maybe watch Hawkeye. After watch, you watch Great all- British Baking Show before watch you watch that, Hawkeye. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay. Are you guys ready to dig into Barb and Star? Yes. yes. So excited. So ready. Um, I've, Yes. Okay. So usually we talk about, actually, I think we'll still, even though Sarah and I did this a little bit already, uh, we usually, before we talk about the movie, we'll talk a little bit about like, did you know anything about the movie going before this podcast? Like, had you seen it before? Like, we'll kind of go around and see anybody's impressions before they watched it or before this podcast. Uh, Just because of the arrangement of my screens, I'm going to start with Kayla. Uh, Any going into this, did you have any sort of preconceived notions about it? I did not. I had not watched it and I can't believe I hadn't because I remember wanting to when it came out Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, right? Just didn't happen. And I was so glad that I didn't know anything about the story or anything. Like I was so glad that everything was a surprise Mm -hmm. because it was just so delightful. And I know we'll get into it, so I won't go any further, but I was just like, I thank God I hadn't like read a synopsis already because it was the surprise and like the, you know, all the fun stuff was just like so much better that way mm-hmm. oh same absolutely yeah, totally uh lauren 
Um, anything? Did you had you seen it before? Did you have any ideas about it? I I had not seen any real preview. Oh. I saw like maybe one with the um, yo-yo uh, on his bicycle singing the mm-hmm. I believe it's a Barbara Streisand song um, on his bike, and I was like what is this? And then it, that was really the only teaser trailer that I saw for it. And then it was on, I think like Amazon prime or something during the pandemic. And I was just like, well, this Mm -hmm. is happening. I'm going to watch this. And it was, yeah, so delightful from beginning to end. Love them so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. God, I love them. Uh, Sarah, we kind of talked about our watching it, but what I had heard about it, way before we we watched it and mm-hmm. it was it was actually something that Sam told me about mm-hmm. and he was like should we watch this and I was like yeah sure but we just didn't get around to it until you suggested it so so I was very glad and I also hadn't read any synopsises and so I was just really surprised like especially with the I mean we'll get into it but like there was a whole side plot or part a part of the main plot I guess but that was just like way out there <laughs> um yeah and I lo- love that yeah I uh so before the night where which we talked about where Sarah and I watched the the <laughs> film uh I actually didn't know anything about it at all uh the trailer I think was really good because it didn't give you anything at least the trailer I saw I you didn't even see their faces uh, uh Kristen Wiig and Annie I don't know how to pronounce her anybody Sarah did you write down no. Annie's last name uh is I, it an I, M1 like yeah M- M- Mamolo. yeah yeah I, something like that um and yeah, I, I've I, never heard it said out loud yeah um I the, in the first trailer that I saw for this movie it was literally just their heads like just mm-hmm. the hair you didn't even see their faces um so it was very mysterious I was like I have no idea what this is about um but I knew and I'm sorry Sarah did you you got her name up Mamolo, Mamolo, Mamolo. We're we're, we're Mom, trying. We're Mamolo? trying our best, guys. If know. you're coming to this podcast for journalistic integrity, <laughs> uh, Annie M. Annie M. Uh, <laughs> who I would like to see in more movies. Uh, she was oh, so good, amazing. Yes, yes, like, I loved and her. They're they're real life best friends. I know, and that just made it so much sweeter knowing mm-hmm. that like they wrote bridesmaids together mm-hmm. and like they're best friends and like mm-hmm. getting her getting to have her moment on screen. I was yes. like, yes, I want to be great. So funny. Yeah, she yes. was. They both so were great. Yeah, and they had um, such good chemistry. I think for me, all I needed to watch this movie was knowing that it was K- K- Kristen Wiig. Like, mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig just yeah. can do no wrong in my mm-hmm. eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I was... didn't know much about the rest of the cast, even. No, yeah, I ahead. didn't either. The The main guy I knew kind oh of God. from Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey. Grey. And then I, I believe he's that. in this... Um, he's in this British show where he plays, like, a mm-hmm. serial killer and oh yeah yeah and he i, I forget what it's compared called to those two characters huh this character was compared one, to those two characters yeah this character like, was so great it was so nice to see him in because like you know the gray character he's just kind of just like mm, i don't know is he mm-hmm. sadistic? He's like just, like, He's like just there to be sexy and yeah. rich, like mm-hmm. that. Is- Interesting. I I want to get into this guy. Let, let's. Uh, so now that we've sort of discussed what our experience with the um, movie before <laughs> the show, we'll just now let's just get right into talking about this movie. <laughs> 
The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, huh? You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, 2021. Uh, we've already kind of gotten started getting into it, so and I don't want it, so I don't want to derail anybody. Uh, so it felt like we were starting to talk about Edgar. Do we want to start there? Or would we, we like to start somewhere else? Yeah, why shouldn't we start with the man? You know? <laughs> why not? This is that's what this movie's about. Is men. Well, I was just no, talking I mean, about the actor playing him. I was no, just no. very. It was very <laughs> nice to see him. In this role mm-hmm. that was so different from anything that I yeah. had seen him in previously. Mm-hmm. And like he's funny mm-hmm. and he's dancing and like the mm-hmm. scene where he's playing yeah, with the, the that was his real voice. It was. What? Yeah. I wondered yeah. if that was his real voice. I yeah. thought it was a different actor. We we looked it up, Nicole. The, Did the we? first time we saw it, we, oh, we, wow. we looked it up. Yeah. Okay, maybe we you're right. Yeah. I know that uh Kristen and Annie wrote all the booby songs, like all they the songs the that the guy oh, were yes, singing the at the God, the piano guy. player. The guy who's like, I see boobies. Yeah. Um, yeah I love boobies. <laughs> all those. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, while we're talking about him, Jimmy doing Jamie Dor- Jamie Dornan. Uh, Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. I, I feel like I'm, I don't, can't remember Jamie. that guy's name. Jamie, Jimmy, James, James. He is, you know, it's funny. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to go contrary to what everybody else is saying. I did enjoy him, but I do feel like, is he funny or is he pretty? I feel like he's he's not I, I as think funny as everyone else. Uh, I think in this he's sixty percent pretty, forty percent funny. That's kind thing. of that's kind of and and I'm I'm not mad about it. They do this in men's movies all the time, where they have a bunch of yeah. funny men and a pretty woman who's a good act, a solid actor, but not very funny. They do this all the time. I'm not mad about it, but I was just kind of, as I'm watching the movie, I was thinking about how there are people like John Hamm who are pretty, I was thinking about John but also too. very funny. And then I was thinking about oh Damon Wayans Jr. And I was like, he's very funny and also pretty. Yeah. And I was like, what mm-hmm. if he was in this role? Cause like, t- j- what's his name again? Jamie. Jamie Dornan. <laughs> Jamie Dornan is very pretty and did a and did a decent job. But he was a bit. It's a bit like when you're in high school and one of the football players the football tries players out. The oh my the, god, I the, had that the, person in wow. high school. Yep, gets cast as Romeo. Gets cast yes. as Romeo, <laughs> yes. and yeah. you're like, he's doing an okay job, I guess. Uh, but anyway, so I don't. I I just wanted to throw that out there that this was something I was thinking about during the movie. Was like, he's pretty, but what if somebody pretty and funny was in this role? I don't know. That's I'm a just that's a good point. I, I yeah. for me, it was just nice to see like someone who is known for taking on these like really just like Mm -hmm. intense roles Mm -hmm. and for him to be in Mm -hmm. this silly movie and be this very silly character I was like good for you because I I don't know I've heard like a little bit of tea about Fifty Shades of Grey and that Mm -hmm. he like didn't like doing those movies I can neither confirm nor deny that this is true I might have like watched it on Mm -hmm. yeah I heard about that too okay 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 great yeah so it's just like maybe I just I just love the idea of him being like I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna be this like sexy pretty guy anymore I'm gonna be I'm gonna climb a coconut tree. Yeah, I'm gonna be <laughs> climbing I up a tree John and Hamm singing too. And whatever. So I, I, I think, yeah. you know, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's just like I'm more than just a pretty boy. 
maybe that's when he mm-hmm. he's thinking yeah. of healing. Yeah. I mean, I felt that that's way fair. too. And I, I did think of John Hamm because I remember the first time I saw John Hamm in a comedic role and I was like, holy shit. Like, he's not just a great God, dramat- he's so dr- funny. Dr- dramatic Some people actor, really have it all. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Some people really uh, do I, and, have it all. Yeah. Uh, he, and he did fine. He did. He did fine. He did a fine job, uh, and I'm sure he had a fun time working on the movie. You can tell they all had fun, and I think you that's can definitely important. tell they all had fun. Um, sure. Just every time him saying uh, being official, there's all these couples here that are official. He was <laughs> very like, sympathetic. It was such like a middle school like yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. <laughs> he was like a little puppy dog. The part yeah. I loved the most was the sincerity and mm-hmm. the. Yeah, yeah, earnestness and the sweetness, just Mm -hmm. the the idea. Because usually, like they have like in movies like this, the men are kind of the crass, kind of unhappy feeling jerks, and the women Mm -hmm. are the I want to be official, you know. And so they Mm -hmm. like kind of flipped it and made like the man be like, I want to be official. Mm -hmm. I want to be a a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. Yeah, I uh, it the so before uh, before as we get into talking about the movie, I I. One thing that I was also thinking about that I feel like kind of came up with everybody talking about their experience with the movie prior was that I feel like this movie is like it has the same tone and the same quality as something like an Austin Powers or even like one of those John C. Riley like Will Ferrell movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I didn't fucking hear about this movie at all. Like the first time I heard about it was because Fortune Femester like tweeted about it when it came out on Hulu. And mm-hmm. I don't I know the pandemic like really fucked things up for releases, but I was like, why am I not hearing about this movie? Like it's so good. It's so funny. It was a feel-good movie when I think a lot of people would have liked to have some escapism. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just I just want to know what you guys think about that. Obviously, there's some... Like, it's got two women in it. I don't know. Is that the issue? It's yeah, like, and one of them's, like, not famous. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why didn't everyone hear about this movie? Like, I know that there's been, like, a sort of a dearth... Like, like studios haven't been pushing co- these types of comedies recently Mm -hmm. and so I don't know if that's part of it but it's just like it feels like it was a big misstep for them to not be shoving this movie in everyone's faces because it's so good you know that's the thing I do remember hearing about it so but but I guess there wasn't like enough marketing for me to be like no I'm gonna put all these other things that I'm watching Mm -hmm. on hold and I'm gonna watch this first because it was Mm -hmm. always one of those things I'll watch it later I'll watch it later and then of course uh, I watched it when y'all asked us to watch it so we can be on this episode. And I'm Whoa. so glad I did. But yeah, you're right. There wasn't a marketing there. I heard about it. I knew it was a thing, but there wasn't that like hook to get me to say like, forget everything else. Forget your other six streaming services mm-hmm. and and do and pick this one first. I only hear about shows from my stream 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 streaming services like I don't look things up online I don't know Mm -hmm. why but like I only go by like what I see on my screen Mm -hmm. and so Barb and Star was actually at the top of my screen on the main thing for like weeks Mm -hmm. and so it was like I couldn't not see 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 it I feel Mm -hmm. like I didn't Um, see a lot of trailers like I think even Palm Springs which was coming out around the same time yeah. And I love Palm Springs. Palm Springs got a lot more, I think a lot more marketing. And they're both like shows that Hulu acquired or whatever. They got more marketing, I think, than this did. And I just, you know, I feel like it was a missed opportunity because this movie should be at the level of something like, a, you know, 
Ricky Bobby or Austin Powers. Like it's in the mm-hmm. same type of yeah. comedy and it's the same quality and it has the big cast with all these great cameos and like mm-hmm. it's it I feel like it yeah. could be at that level but it just I don't know that it got the push like it didn't get no. the attention it didn't it seem didn't like get it. the push of like even brought brought bridesmaids like that yeah. got more attention too. Mm-hmm. you've got to hope that it was just pandemic shit right mm-hmm. like I hope so like oh we'll just put it out street because I think for some reason I feel like it came out around the same time as promising young woman and I remember mm. I like paid, you know, to rent or whatever, Promising Young Woman. And then I was just like, do I really want to pay for another movie? <laughs> you know, like not like yeah. it was expensive, but I was just like, I can watch all this other shit for free. Uh, and I wonder if it just was like the death of someone. We're so used to getting it for free, right? We pay mm-hmm. for the streaming service, mm-hmm. but then everything on there is free. Maybe it was yeah. just like, people are like, I'm not going to pay 12 bucks or however much it was 20 bucks when i, I, I could watch all this, this other stuff for free i think this was released on hulu just like palm Springs, so you wouldn't hulu. have had to oh pay for extra. some reason i thought yeah. okay you'll see okay there's yeah. another uh strike you on know, marketing you didn't know because i thought it. it was like a pay to yeah. rent no the, it, it was oh, released man. on hulu just like palm springs yeah, um, forget everything i just said y'all but but that's but that's <laughs> valid because you they didn't make it clear to you how to watch it yeah, yeah. I, I forget exactly how how I saw it, but I think I did see like Instagram or someone share it because whenever you said Fortune Beamster, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. might be how I heard about it too. It was just kind of like the short um, clip that I saw and I remember seeing it and just being like, oh my goodness, this is going to be so good, but there wasn't an official, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how many times for this movie Licorice Pizza that I've just seen trailer after trailer like even Wes Anderson's movie The French Dispatch just like Mm -hmm. sponsored Mm -hmm. ads sponsored ads everywhere everywhere and I did not see anything like that for for this movie and I don't know if that was like they just kind of wanted to just be like out of the blue it's here but I don't know I I I feel like I feel like you I just had a theory that Mm -hmm. I had to look up Mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig is not on she doesn't have any social media mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like a big like the like the star mm-hmm. of this like the name mm-hmm. attached to this mm-hmm. no social and the media director and this was his first feature as well she was also yeah. she was in so the- I think we rely on a lot of these like social things and it just probably wasn't there yeah. mm-hmm. she had she had twins over this past year right like she's just recently oh yeah, I did not know that I think and wow. yeah because I remember she was hosting um Saturday Night Live in 2020 mm-hmm. from you know whenever they were doing it from their homes and I remember there was like some buzz about her um, having having children, I believe she had um, she had twins mm-hmm. via surrogate, but she like became okay. a, a mother over. She announced months. it on SNL that she had wow. had twins. Good for her! Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. that's a yeah. lot. Two babies. Maybe that has. I mean, they always one of them needs. One of them's always going to need something. Yeah, and and <laughs> I, I think that there is like. Um, yeah, you know, there is a lot of pressure. I think I put, I think there is put on the actors or stars to promote the film. But like, you know, I've House of Gucci has been up my butt for months. <laughs> and I, I know true. that I'm the target audience. I know that I'm the target audience. My fucking kids are getting House of Gucci ads. I'm serious. My daughter can recite every 
one of Lady Gaga's lines from the trailer because they are pushing that thing so hard. And I'm not saying that they needed to push Barb and Star like House of Gucci level, but like, you know, the market is deserved more and they didn't they didn't they didn't deliver. And, you know, they can't rely on Fortune Feimster to do all the marketing for them. So (laughs) I love Uh, the idea. She's amazing. But yeah, I love the idea of your daughter, like you having an argument with your daughter and her just snapping into I'm not a very ethical person, but I am fair. She literally does (laughs) this at the dinner table. Tap, tap, tap. She's like, what's Gucci? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's me. She's like, why am I getting these Gucci movie ads and I was like it's me I'm sorry it's because of me I do want to see that movie um, though that's, that's going to be I don't cool. I heard it's not good you, well I, if you want to know exactly what we thought it. about it you can hear us can talk about it our, for two hours on your Adam Driver podcast yeah, oh, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're actually in. it's coming out next we week critique so. it nice. we and did. we also lay praise on some of the actors and yes. throw shade at some of them. Um, yes. But yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll listen to that and then I'll make my decision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we had a, we had somebody on as a, that was our one episode where we had a guest on that show. Our oh, one and only fun. guest on. We had Fabri yeah. on to talk about it. That was good. Um, okay. So we should get into this movie, right? Yes. Uh, yes Sarah, do you should. have a particular place you want to start? Um, so, Let's start at the the furniture store where they okay. sit on this couch mm-hmm. and okay. they like I loved that part like just I like, just love them a, immediately like, ge- ge- genius idea of these two mm-hmm. friends who like work together and like yeah come in when each other works even <laughs> if they're not on the clock and they like I thought you the were the couch. one working <laughs> I know I just <laughs> like I like them right away uh their rapport is great you can also kind of tell that they're living in their own universe and also mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. kind of sheltered because they their whole social life seems to revolve around this furniture store where yes. they even hold thanksgivings <laughs> there yeah i am fresh off a screenwriting class and mm-hmm. i was so glad that i i did it while i watched this because i was like that that scene of them talking on the couch and interacting with those customers told us absolutely everything we need to know about these people Mm -hmm. they know everything about each other they don't need anyone but each other Mm -hmm. like we knew absolutely everything and i was like i can only hope that one day i write characters that are right off the bat like this interesting and write it so deftly that like in in a minute we know everything it was the writing in this movie is very tight the jokes are great um Mm -hmm. I love that. I want to ask you guys now. Obviously, all of us are actors. We've all done sketch. We've all done comedy. We, all we know write that as well, and we've all written. We all know that there is like sometimes a hook with a character where you're like a, the way they dress or the wig they wear or whatever. But I feel like, what do you? Why do you guys? What is the? Why the hair? Why the accent? Like, do you think there's anything more to it other than it's just funny? Because I feel like there's something more to it for me than just the pure comedy value of it and i'm just curious why you guys think like these it's not a period piece you know but they dress which i totally thought it was you know when we saw the newspapers getting delivered the like Mm -hmm. swerve at the beginning of like Mm -hmm. this is not a period piece um this is just like a small town and Mm -hmm. these are two people who exist in this small town yeah i mean i just i binged selling sunset where Mm -hmm. it's beautiful women Mm -hmm. in these clothes that i will never be able to afford Mm -hmm. or fit into Mm -hmm. um you know in these sky high heels and they're like out you know sipping martinis it's like we just don't see these very 
Like we don't see these women very much where they do not care what anyone else yes. thinks they are doing them. Yes. They don't care about the trend. They're going to mm-hmm. wear their sweatshirt and they're going to the have culottes. the mom cut, the yeah. culottes. I like, love culottes and so they, much, you guys. They love yeah. each other and that's all they yeah. need. And yeah. we just don't see that very much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I immediately was just like, I want to just sit and watch them talk on this couch yeah and for, for me the whole like, time. it desexualized them it didn't make them these uh, objects like it made them human beings with their own personalities and it didn't make it about their sexuality like it was about their fr- fr- friendship and even though mm-hmm. they had sex in the film and yeah. they and she developed this relationship it was like about what was going on inside of them. Well, again, it was like, they were. even though it was shot by, it was a male director, it was uh, not, you know, the whole movie is a, 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 a women's point of view, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see what you mean by there, where it's not about trying to make them the object of the audience desire, I think is what yeah, you mean, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, ma- it made it about the heart, that like their hearts, their char- characters, and not mm-hmm. about how they looked. And, I think that if they had made them like look super like conventionally like with the long like wavy hair mm-hmm. and like nice clothes. So more and, like, like um, what's the actress's name that's from the Goldbergs? Because she was in here as oh, the Linda yeah. McClendon. Yeah, Bobby. she was in there as the like hot middle aged, you know, yoga yeah. pants and even wearing. She was like the very yeah. Midwestern version exactly. of a hot person exactly mm-hmm. yeah i just really... and i love then getting to see them in this fish out of water you know we're gonna go to the big city of mm-hmm. you know vista del mar and be wowed by all of the like i think it really set up perfectly for them to be fishes out of water who immediately find their place wherever they are yes you i know? love that i love that i don't know if you had any yeah. thoughts on that lauren about the I, costumes yeah. and the hair and what that yeah, I definitely so their relationship. I, I just love that anything that was happening to them, it, it wasn't they didn't have they weren't unhappy characters. They weren't depressed mm-hmm. or anything. They had this core friendship. They had this life that they had built together and everything that was happening around them like we lose our jobs or something like that. That's devastating, but their love and and care for each other was was like never wavered until, you know, mm-hmm. we go to Vista Del Mar and it kind of gets shaken up. But um, mm-hmm. I, I just love, I, I love the representation of these types of women. Like personally, I've done a lot of characters that are similar. I know to this. I've seen you do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that it, they're just, they like I'm thinking about, didn't you guys rich. used to do like a mukbang or something where it was two women, mm-hmm. like, you know, eating, <laughs> like eating foods on snapchat or something yeah yeah yeah. there's actually um an instagram where you can go see our one mukbang (laughs) it was very funny i loved it thank you but But they are definitely barb and star types yeah absolutely barb and star types it just is like there's just so much focus on like you have to figure everything out whenever you're young and you have to be successful Mm -hmm. and you have to Mm -hmm. get married and you have to do this, you know, traditional thing that, that everyone does. And typically you see kind of the, the rebel version of, of a, of a young person who's like super cool and has everything figured out. 
but there are these mm-hmm. types of stories happening to all these different types of people, even even women who are in the Midwest and love shopping at Chico's and love Kirkland yeah. brand. They <laughs> can that. also be oh like you could be a Chico's model. Yeah, she could be a Chico's model. Chico's model. Like there's yes. different types of being rebellious against these these like typical uh, like typical. I don't know, traditional ways. What womanhood is. Out. Exactly. Or even what womanhood in its 40s looks like. Yes. And, yeah. and the stars of this movie, they're in their 40s. Like, that's, we just don't see that. And that's yeah. what I'm getting to is that, to me, on the surface, the costumes and the hair are a great joke. And they're mm-hmm. a very specific character, which is comedy thrives on specific characters and specificity, yeah. right? Uh, but when I look at it, and maybe I'm just projecting as a woman who's about to turn 42, Um I I also see it on a deeper level as like this is what the world thinks women in their 40s are is mm-hmm. these women and those women are typically side characters. They don't mm-hmm, typically yeah. get their own narrative mm-hmm. and instead you have these two women who are the center of the film. They are sexually vibrant. Mm-hmm. They are having adventures and they're like you said Lauren they are on a journey. Like they're they aren't at the end of their life at their no. 40s which is why how many of us are led to believe that women's yeah. lives end at 35 and there's nothing else to tell until they're grandmothers and they're a supporting character in someone else's story as a grandparent or whatever exactly. even those women's lives are not over so I don't want to imply that either but you know here you have these women who are coming which I think middle-aged people can relate to the idea of like being like well I'm I'm in a place where my life is very the same and I've I'm comfortable and then but but I'm but I'm I've lost my shimmer and I need to shake things up and I need to challenge myself and that's what these women do in this movie and I think it's a really great storyline for people in that part of their lives Mm -hmm. and something we don't get to see a lot because that that story gets ignored most of the time by Hollywood (laughs) Well, you see it a lot recently. I feel like there has been a push of like to try and normalize different ways Mm -hmm. of attaining your goals, like career shifts Mm -hmm. later in life or, you know, starting completely over or being single Mm -hmm. and not not being in a relationship because all of these things are seen as like, Oh, you haven't found somebody like what's, isn't that something you want? Oh, you don't have children. It's seen as a bad thing. And not a journey. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like Hollywood has had this obsession uh, with coming of age stories being about being in your teens or being in your 20s and or falling in love being about people that are in their 20s or 30s or whatever. But falling in love or starting over happens in so many different stages of our lives Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And so I love that that's what this movie is about. And I and I and I love that we're seeing more stories like that and I just I would want more of it especially as a person in my 40s who doesn't feel like I'm settled at the end of my life like I am constantly in flux with you know developing as a person and I I think Mm -hmm. I feel like we all continue to do that Mm-hmm. until until the end and it's right? not weird so, it's not a weird thing to be like I think I want to change things up or I want to break a pattern mm-hmm. or I want to explore yeah. something mm-hmm. different sometimes you're you're seen as like you're going to go against what you've done for your whole entire life like what is wrong mm-hmm. with you and it's like well yeah. that it's not it's not always a bad thing make the most of your life mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And especially like you um, were saying with women who um, are, are seen as like the side characters, like they're, they're what people are fighting against is having this like mm-hmm. normal life and, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they don't get it. And it's just, these women are the exact opposite. Like they may look like that or enjoy that style. Even like they love the Chico style. They love their like chunky jewelry and their culottes. Like they are and everything made things. out of shells. I mean, that oh, killed me. Like fluffy, fluffy hair. <laughs> the fluffy hair. I was like, half the time I was like, is the wig wilting in the sun or is this something they chose to do because there were times where the wig got puffier and I was yeah, like I wonder if true. they're just like at the end of the shoot and they're just trying to keep the wig from dying yeah um, yeah these but- women do not love these things ironically they legit no. love these things they love hot dog soup unironically that's hot dog soup again i was like you know what i would eat hot dog soup i would now the sound effect made it a little unappetizing i will say the visual was not great (laughs) which you just reminded me how much i loved vanessa bayer and oh my god the talking club gosh talking club i I mean all of them were amazing they were great i want to see more of those actors fortune femester and uh vanessa uh, bayer played Phyllis, Phyllis. In the office. What is mm-hmm. all what of is the actor's name? I know her name. Her is name Phyllis. is Phyllis, Phyllis but something. I can't remember. Is I it... think it's like I cannot remember Smith. Maybe even. Yeah, yeah. I want to see more of those actors getting roles. Like they yeah. are so funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I... we had fat women not talking about being fat. I, I know, oh right? Ah! Yeah. Um, and we had women <laughs> in their forties not talking about being afraid of getting old, or yes. you know. All of that. Yeah, you're right. They didn't talk about that at all. Because that's not what women talk about. That is a societal pressure that's put out, outside onto us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, They just want to talk about their horses. Just okay. the horses or their, their character socks or whatever. I like yes. um, furniture. I like looking at wicker furniture, but I don't like sitting in it. <laughs> so true. That's Amen. a valid, that's uh, a valid I, well, point. <laughs> finally, so, someone, someone says said it. it. So what did... One of the things I really like about the talking club is again, and you can tell this movie, here's ways that I can tell this movie is written by a woman. They brought in the controlling mean person that a lot of women are familiar with that person, the friend group who's controlling and mean and will lock you out. If you're five minutes past the time talking club starts that it's the same thing with Jennifer's body, which is a film we talked about uh, last season where it's like, the archetype of the mean controlling friend who's actually kind of toxic is really familiar to female Mm -hmm. viewers. But the way they're often written by men is that those women are rivals because they they are are a competition for men, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And instead what it is, is that they're an antagonist because they make us feel shitty about ourselves because they're just, they're unhappy people themselves. They're harshing the vibe. Exactly. And so I love to see those people being used in a way that is relatable to me. Cause I'm like, yes, I hate those. I hate the woman at talking club who (laughs) wants to make everything about her and has to control everything. Uh, let Phyllis talk about her horses, you know? Yeah. Um, also, Phyllis, like, neighing while she yeah. <laughs> toasted. I don't know. And I she... just love the thought of, like, the horse girl, like, mm-hmm. grown up. Grown up, She yes. still loves horses. Yes. She loves yes. it. She just wants to talk about um, horses. Vanessa's character taking away people's food and drinks when mm-hmm. they break the rules, just like... <laughs> We've all had that bad friend. Yes, we've all had that bad friend. I have not You're had cut that off. friend. You're cut off. I've had I've had friends like that who are just like controlling and 
not I've got I think I've I hope I've gotten to the age where I've kind of been like I see it coming and I'm like you know what let's not and let's we don't need to be friends but certainly younger when I was younger I've been absolutely been friends with people like that mm-hmm. um okay uh shit where should we talk about next god there's so much um the whole the music threesome oh, god the threesome <gasps> the three Oh my god, that scene the of the buried treasure. Yes, the buried treasure taking the drugs. Like just <laughs> say yes, say yes, say yes. Like there was never, I don't know, should we do it? It was just it was like, like hell yeah. yeah. We're like, yeah, we ate it. the we ate the syrup and yes, like, we each it. took a pill. <laughs> we each took a pill. Yeah, I I loved it. And then them just stacked on top of each other yeah, the next All morning. looking at it, each other. Like yeah. I love the part where she's the like, eyes. I love the part where Kristen Wig is like, I just feel really weird now about this. And and Annie's like is it because I spent your bottom? <laughs> Again, it's like, just like I love that these women have such a vibrant sexual life, and there's no and they're not question. ashamed. They're, they're not, not ashamed. ashamed. No, I like that they're not they ashamed. had a threesome. Yeah, I like that they said that. Oh, we had sex with each other many times, and it was mm-hmm. never like it, it was never a question of where does our friendship go? Like, what does this mean? It was just should like, we talk about this? We yeah. Talk about it? No, it was just like okay, yeah, that's that's what happened. Which makes me wonder, like, was this the first time that this has happened? I know, yeah, right? How many through. times yeah. has this happened? Did this happen at one of those Thanksgiving dinners at the uh, at the furniture yeah. store? Yeah, I guess um, at Jennifer's convertibles. Curious. Yeah, but also like they they, they didn't feel shame Mm-mm. there, and there was the joke was never about isn't it funny that these older women are having a threesome? That was never the joke. The joke mm-hmm. was that they got fucking wasted on this stupid drink. And had a threesome, and now you know what. Now what happens? Like now, now okay, one well, of now them Kristen has feelings for yes, the and guy they're sneaking and, out, and the turtle, yeah, and like turtle. at no time oh was it questioned. There I, was no. I walked a turtle home. I, there, <laughs> was, there was a turtle in my bathtub. <laughs> there was no question on the part of any of the characters that these women were sexually desirable. It was never. There was never yeah. any doubt about that. Um, yeah, and Kristen Wiig, you know, star had her own internal, like she'd been mm-hmm. burned before, she'd been mm-hmm. cheated on, she thought she was disgusting, mm-hmm. but it didn't, which I just love that she called herself disgusting. Like, I'm yeah. disgusting. Just, just the most specific word. Yeah. And But she still went after what she wanted, mm-hmm. you know, she yeah. didn't, like she, yeah, we all have insecurities and mm-hmm. she was just like, I'm, I feel a connection, I'm yeah. going for it, yeah. you know, this, this hot young man, <laughs> um, I'm going going for it yeah. he probably thinks i'm disgusting but i like banging in the meantime you know? I, you're right that word disgusting is very specific and it's very like i have felt disgusting mm-hmm. so much of my yes. life and it's, and it's about how like, someone else made her feel it's not yeah. like she doesn't mm-hmm. say i don't like my body or she didn't say anything like it was like i feel disgusting and it's because someone else made her feel unwanted mm-hmm. yeah. and that i think is a thing that we can all relate to yeah, um, yeah. that's why but it was also very so funny common all right are you guys ready for plugs do you want to yes. plug something or if you had do you have things to plug excellent okay so the guests get to go first so uh welcome to plug it up this is the part of the show where we talk about things that we're doing or that our guests are doing um and uh let's go lauren do you have something that you would like to plug um I, yes, I do. So I, um, I, I believe both of you, um, have done Lace Larrabee's stand-up class. I know yes. Nicole has. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm in the level yep. two currently. I'm working on a 10 minute set. Exciting. 
I'm very excited about it. Love it. So we have a yes. graduation show coming up. I believe it will be January the January 11th. I think it's a Tuesday. Nice. Um, so it's always fun. Um, it's just a good mm-hmm. show. And the women that I'm in the class with are so wonderful and interesting and it's going to be mm-hmm. a good show. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Awesome. January 11th. January 11th. And is still at the punchline. They're doing still it at the punchline punch in Atlanta and Buckhead. Great. Yes. Sweet. Always a amazing show. You can't go wrong. Yes. Yes. Uh, those I love graduate watching shows. Women doing stand up. Oh, so good. Love it. Love it. All, right. All of my work right now is writing behind the scenes. That's so good. You're I developing. Like, you're making things. Yes. So I would like to plug getting vaccinated. Yes. I think that's a great thing to plug. Everybody should get yes. vaccinated. Yeah. Do it for you. Do it for your neighbors. Do it for the humanity. Do yeah, it for everybody. Yes. Get that do booster. Do it for the kids. Get, the, get your kids boost. Get your kids vaccinated. My kids have got their two doses. We, the, Kempers are, the Kempers are vaxxed. And we're on the loose. Nice. And the, Love it. the adults are, are boosted. Yeah, we're boosted. Yeah. Also, Love I it. don't know when this will come out, but purchase all your Christmas presents by December 10th to make sure that they arrive in time. Holy shit. I haven't done that at all. I purchased everything, I think, the day after Thanksgiving, which Black Friday, of course. Smart. I have done. Yeah. Holy nothing. shit. What if everybody purchases all their gifts in advance? And so then there plenty, there's plenty of time for me to buy my last minute <gasps> gifts. Love that. Uh-huh. Ba- <laughs> bank on that. Ooh, I guess I should get on that. Um, yes. All right. Sarah, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Sure. My Instagram account, Hedgehodges, Bodpaws, H-E-D-G-E-H-O-D-G-E-S underscore B-O-D-P-O-S. Um, it's about my jur- 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 journey of self-love with my body. I used to have an eating disorder and then I gained a bunch of weight that was like just out of no- nowhere and then I took several years off of just like I'm not going to uh care what I eat I'm just gonna eat whatever the fuck I want and um but then I kind of came back and was like you know what maybe I should start to be a little healthier and now I'm kind of like in this good spot where I don't care how I look but I also don't eat like a box of c- cookies for the 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 dinner and it's like a you're taking care of nice, yourself yeah, yeah so i'm taking care of my health but and also you're gorgeous. like oh thank you but also um, living life mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so it's just kind of like that and also i do makeup and i i love clothes so that's just kind of like my excuse to be like look at my makeup that i did today <laughs> oh my god your eye looks are <laughs> always killer. on point oh yeah thank you so check out that instagram account for some positivity in your life um, well, I am going to plug, uh, Critical Crop Top's YouTube channel. So Critical Crop Top produces this podcast, uh, among other things like the Adam and Andy podcast, which we talked about. Um, and you can watch, uh, vi- the video, the vidcast of all of our podcasts, as well as see Lauren and Kayla's beautiful faces, other their, their great skin, faces, uh, and their gorgeous skin. Go to YouTube, uh, just look for Critical Crop Top on YouTube. Um, and, uh, we, you can also see, uh, sketches from old sketches from our live shows um, and uh, shorts and series and uh, uh, the s- critical crop top sketch comedy web show that we shot virtually during the pandemic. Um, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun. It was, it was an fun. experience. Editing stuff from Zoom is a challenge. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I is bet. A challenge. Oh but it was a good challenge. It was fun. 
Uh, so check that out. And of course, also, listeners, uh, we'd love to hear from you about what you thought of Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. You can uh, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake uh, Pod. And you can find us on Twitter at Fem Mistake Pod. Or is it Feminine Mistake Podcast on Instagram? Sarah, help me out here. I get confused because now we have two different podcasts. I know the Twitter is at Fem Mistake Pod. That one is easy to remember. It might be at Feminine Mistake. It's Feminine Mistake Pod on Instagram. Great. Feminine Mistake Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Facebook at Fem Mistake Pod on Twitter. Anyways, you get the picture. Um, <laughs> oh my thanks. God, Lauren posted some really cool pictures. Ugh. I'm liking them right oh now. God. Oh my gosh. I'm Ooh, sorry to interrupt. I'm going to go check them out. Uh, I want to plug booking portraits with Lola Scott. Oh, yes. Scott. God, all of us Do have done that. besties shoots with have, Lola Scott yes. at Lola Scott Art. Uh, book yes. a portrait session with Lola Scott in Atlanta. You will not She's amazing. It. If you've been following, so listeners, if you've seen our Instagram and some of the posts of Sarah and I from our latest photo shoot those were done with Lola Scott and, and uh, also Lauren and Kayla also did a photo shoot yes. and their pictures mm-hmm. are amazing Lola um, is just a gem of a person and an artist she's so she will good. make you feel dope as hell oh no matter my who God. you are if you're an accountant yes. and you want pictures that make you yes. look awesome like just go and, and get her yeah. get her to and get I you. never know what to do with my hands she, tells you what she to do always hands. tells me what my to chin. do with my hands my she chin where is to look. she tells red. you to fix your hair She's, she's I guess I'm just always going like this, like with my chin. And she's like, nope. Really? Go forward, forward with your chin. Yeah. Sorry. She cares. She does. She's amazing. Um, Ladies, it was so fabulous to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. I've had the best time with you guys. Oh my gosh. Um, Like, I want to do this all the time. And so I guess that means I have to start start a podcast podcast because you can't have us on every time. You and Lauren should start a podcast. You guys should start a podcast. Oh my God. God. It would be. You will have to teach us how. I (laughs) will be happy to. I will be happy to. Lauren and I are, we are not self starters. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, it's not. Now that you can record everything virtually, it's not. It's like you can really have anybody on your show. Like, you literally have anyone. Yeah, um, Lauren and I have been trying to start a YouTube channel, and we were like, "We're going to meet every Sunday." That was months ago. We still haven't. The first tough. Sunday we we were supposed to meet, I was I I can't remember which one of us. I was like, "You know, I'm not really feeling it today." And then the next week, the other one was like, "You know, I'm not really feeling it." And we were just like, "It's hard. Cool. It's we, really hard. We got our we got our photo shoot for our promo, and then you got no it. Content. You any got content. it. But you know what? It's They're tough. there for whenever we are ready." <laughs> And you're yeah. you're yeah. percolating, and then all the content will pour pour forth in the new year. Yes, yeah. I mean you yes. can't you guys can't do anything right now. It's December, right? right. Give it's yourself December. December off, and like January, yeah. percolate. Like maybe February's short, and so then maybe like March. January, I don't know. Maybe in 2023. Maybe. It's we'll see. We'll see. I like the way 2023 sounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, listeners, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, and uh, there's actually two parts to this discussion. So come back and join us for part two, uh, where we will have Lauren and Kayla talking more with us about Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar.